0: The show begins. Hi, everyone. This is Eric Pennington, and welcome to the Spirit of EQ podcast. Joining me as always is Jeff East with the Spirit of EQ. Hi, Jeff. How are you? Hi, Eric, and everyone out there. So, Jeff, uh, the holidays, they're knocking on our door. I know. You've kind of cooked something up for that. Yes. So, you know, one of the things I think about with the holidays, right, you know, Make sure you don't want to talk politics at the Thanksgiving feast (laughs) table or Christmas. Or it
1: depends on your personality. You may enjoy listening to
0: what happened, but that's... Or ducking the 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 turkey turkey (laughs) drumstick. The flying potatoes. Um, But it also can be a time that's bittersweet and can be tough for people. And I I think people hearing maybe there's some ways that they can use emotional intelligence to kind of navigate that. So... So what do you got there? Well,
1: well, you know, we normally talk about, when we talk about this, you know, things you can do for yourself to help you through, but I, I want to put it in a little different way. How can somebody that is practicing emotional intelligence that has some basis in that, Yep. Uh, how can they help someone to get through, uh, there's, there's a term for it, and I can't think of it, holiday something or other. I'd say
0: the holiday blues. But. Yeah,
1: but there's an official term for it <laughs> yes of which we're it's escaping me holiday blues that's good enough because right. uh, i was one of those people that would suffer through it and okay. and uh, you know cheer up have some eggnog is not going to help you <laughs> you know that kind of thing so i i, I wanted us to talk about how can somebody that is practicing emotional intelligence okay help those people through it what are some things that you can do to you're you're not going to cure it probably, but more to help than likely it. you're not. Right? More than likely you're not. That's not your role. Yeah. But to to support them, to be there for those kind of people. Um so that's that's the idea of it. Okay.
0: All right. So um I know that we've talked about the competencies in our model of EQ, to which many of our regular listeners would probably be familiar with. Um So when we throw these out, Jeff, um, maybe we'll give a little definition of what they are just so that the person that maybe is not super familiar.
1: And once again, if they they want more information, they could go back to they are all in our early podcast.
0: Yes, that's very, very, very true. So um, let's take a look at the first competency of emotional literacy. Let's define that. What is it? And then maybe how— the person who's maybe if I can say it this way: they're practicing good emotional literacy, or they they have a good um, vocabulary of, of understanding. That kind. Yeah, and understanding is yeah. yeah. Well, word.
1: emotional literacy is just understanding uh, what emotions are telling you. We've, we've said this time and time and that's again. The
0: simple and the complex. Ones, simple right?
1: and the complex. Once again, emotions is your body reacting to a situation, there's chemicals and all this other thing that's happening inside you, mm-hmm. but they're giving you information that there is something going on you need to pay attention to.
0: All right, so a simple emotion, and I would imagine most everyone out there would say, when I say anger, that's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I probably nine people out of 10 are going to go, I know what that one is. And And anger could be, they didn't cook your food right at the restaurant,
1: or anger could be, this is where it gets more uh, – it becomes deeper. Anger because there's something happening that goes against who you are. You're, you're, there's some situation that's making you or angry. Or something's
0: blocking you from
1: – Yeah, whatever.
0: Because I wanted to use anger as a simple and, – and you did a great job of describing there. But like when you hear an emotion like ecstasy. Mm-hmm. Uh well boy that that's that's gonna require a little bit of breaking down because there some people will say was well, that a drug uh, <laughs> or is are you talking about something that's kind of like sexual what, what do you mean um, but no I, I guess I'm not gonna ask you to like okay let's define the emotions uh, which by the way there is a tool out there that we use called the emotions wheel I always butcher the gentleman that uh, created this wheel but. Is it Pluchik? or? That's what I say. All right. Well, I'll take it. We'll run with that. Uh, we'll put a link in the show notes for you guys if you want to check it out. It's a great online tool.
1: There's, there's thousands of them. You could if you just Google images. Oh it. yeah,
0: you'll probably get even. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's a great tool to to actually. Okay, ecstasy. Here's its meaning. Here's what it typically. On and on and on. Yeah,
1: and where it it shows these emotions on a continuum. I don't know if that's the right word. Uh, where you know ex you know being contented goes to happy,
0: goes to joy, right, goes the to the intensity of the yeah emotion. The that's right word yeah, yeah. So how would emotional literacy be a tool in the hands of someone to help another person at, during the holidays?
1: Well, the other thing we when we talk about emotions is we always seem to want to just talk about our own right. But somebody that is emotionally literate will be able to to see the emotions in other people. And if they are trying to practice emotional intelligence, that's going to make them curious about what's going on with that other person. Okay, I, I see that, uh, you know, I, I started talking about uh, my holiday plans, and we're going to go see my wife's family, we're going to go see my family, and, and we have all this. And you see somebody that is dealing with what we're talking about today, you can see that emotion on their face, like, boy, that, 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 that's causing them issues. Mm -hmm. and then to work on understanding what they're feeling.
0: and So let's stop there for a minute, Jeff. When we say stop to understand what they're feeling, um, and I kind of classify it as it starts with we get a sense of where they may be at. Mm -hmm. We get a sense of what they might be feeling, what emotion. But the best and strongest way— is kind of going to you what you were just saying about gaining an understanding, which would be me, for example, saying, "Hey Jeff, I noticed that y- you seem you you were looking down when I was talking about the holiday plans. Do you have a minute? Just tell me what's going on with that, and and mean it when you're curious. Mean it when you're curious. <laughs> and then when Jeff says something to me that he believes that he is, it's his story. It's not Eric's story. It's Jeff's story." I need to believe him, right? You need to believe him, and you also need to
1: not judge them.
0: Yeah, right, right. Key thing. And I and I guess I'm throwing that out, and I'm sort of stealing from Brene Brown. And, Jeff, you're probably tired of me mentioning Brene Brown, which I don't think I ever did up until like a few episodes ago. But there's just an interview that is just it's marvelous, and she talks about listening to someone's story and believing them. Um, it's so vitally important because if I go, if I take my lens to your problem or your issue, I don't necessarily, I mean, we may be different in age. We may be grow up in a different type of environment. We may have been in different vocations. I need to know. Now, if you tell me, Hey, yeah, we were both in the same kind of vocation. All right. You told me that's your story. I believe you. Then we can kind of keep moving. So that's why I bring that up. Okay. Um, so uh, the second one, recognize patterns. Um, once you define that one, and then maybe we can unwrap that around. Re-
1: recognizing patterns is when you have when you're in a situation. How do you normally respond to that? Mm-hmm. Um, once again, we you brought up anger at the beginning. Well, when I get angry, I. Scream and throw things and cuss everybody out. Right, or, or my head starts to throb, or my head starts to throb, or mm-hmm. whatever. Right, it's how you respond to a situation, and then turning it over to the other person. How are they responding to this situation? Pay attention if they, if if they every time something like this comes up, they respond the same way. Recognize, mm-hmm. okay, this is this is something really going on in that person and then if it's somebody that you really do you have a good relationship with mm-hmm. um, where you can be open and they can be open try to you know recognize um how they're responding to what you're talking about uh and go Is that
0: also reading nonverbal communication? N- yeah,
1: nonverbal body language, uh expressions on their face. Right. Um you know, all those normal things that's all part of it because we are um a holistic being where all, every, every piece of us is connected together, whether yeah. you believe that or not, it's true. Um, but yeah, to, to look at the, to see how they're responding to what you're talking about, see a pattern. Um, okay, if, if I'm talking with them this way, their pattern is they're shutting down. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's not go down that road right now. Let's try over here. And you see them, like you said, the body language, you see them open up. Okay, now we're someplace where we can talk more.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I'll go back to again the 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 ironclad approach to fully getting good data is listening and and being curious mm-hmm. and, and trying to gain some sense um, because I I do believe there is I wouldn't say it's a tendency with everyone but if you're not careful you might begin to go the judging route and and judging is not just you're bad, and therefore you're wrong. And um, judging can also be, oh, they're looking down because I'm sure they had a bad day. They're in a stressful type of work, and then you just move on. When in reality, you didn't slow down enough. You didn't. You weren't curious to ask questions and those kind of things.
1: You know, I think it. it I, you just made me think of this. You know, when I kind of jokingly said, "Here, have a cup of eggnog." Right. You're judging their situation that's going to be cured by a cup of eggnog mm-hmm. you've you've altered that that is um uh,
0: diminished or or in your mind it's not a big deal right and Jeff ultimately when we do that, we're just being intellectually lazy and emotionally lazy, yeah. I mean, it, it really is. It's it's basically saying, I don't feel like asking you what's going on. I don't feel like exploring anything deeper. And quite frankly, I would tell you, if if you're that type of person, this is not me hurling an insult your way, but don't bother. Just, just <laughs> s- stay away <laughs> because you're just creating more harm for someone that really maybe, underline maybe, because we don't know mm-hmm. until we ask, maybe they're just looking... For someone that'll listen.
1: That that could be all. Yeah. And you know, and what I'm talking about is I'm not asking you to invite them to all your plans. Right. That's exactly. not what we're talking yeah. about. We're we're yeah. talking about being there just for them. Yeah. And that's you know, recognizing the pattern.
0: Yeah. All right. So navigate emotions. Once again, we want to define that for the audience. It's again. it's
1: basically how do you work through a situation? That is emotionally charged. Um,
0: so, is that in some senses, Jeff? Is that using your emotions sort of as a strategic? I can say it this way: a strategic resource to help you navigate. Yeah. Ex- various types of
1: exactly because you know if if you're a, you know, you start with the emotional literacy, recognizing the emotion when you navigate, whether it's with a GPS or a map, that's the first thing you have to have. You have to know where you are before you can go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So when you can identify that emotion or emotions, they're you know, very seldom is it just one emotion. They're very complex. There could be there could be some anger and sadness and you know it's all mixed up. But when you can recognize the emotion, uh, that's a starting place. And then you can navigate it by recognizing the patterns when you're talking with them by um using your empathy, which is another one we're going to talk about in a minute right uh, using your experience, letting them guide what's happening just different ways it's it's just being able to get through this situation that you're you're talking about with and someone. quite
0: frankly, whether it's the holidays or just any time of the year um, every day we're, we're encountering various problems and opportunities of all kinds of varieties. So the better that you get at being able to do that, Um, And I think that this is also connected, Jeff, to this idea about when we encounter people who are different than us, Mm -hmm. who come from other backgrounds that are different from us. The the idea is, is that there's some people that just, I mean, and it happens, just a visual. They see you, they see the kind of car or the truck you drive, Mm -hmm. and they have these images in their head based on how they were informed, maybe when they were a kid and they begin to judge right and they begin to f- get that feeling of unease maybe they think that you know uh you're not safe you're someone that is a threat so they get the feeling in the stomach maybe a knot uh, like a big you know uh ball inside of them and they begin to to sweat right that's when navigate emotions becomes really important And for you maybe to partner, and I know it's not on in this for this subject, but the consequential thinking, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm saying it that way because this is what competencies are for—they're to be used; they're tools. And and the 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 navigating emotions,
1: I think, even becomes important, more important when you're sharing. If if you share something with me Mm -hmm. that is bringing up emotions in my life, that something you know, you're sharing something, you know. Whatever it is, something happened on right Christmas because that Day. could be
0: something that make, makes me want to shut down. When in reality, I'm I'm kind of there to be the and okay. How am I going to navigate that? Yes, exactly. Shut down, ignore
1: it, or go. I hate to use the me too when you're talking mm-hmm. about because we're talking about actively listening to someone. Right, but you can say, hey, th- I understand what you're feeling because. I felt the same way, yeah, so that's another way to navigate emotions, just depending on on the situation um, but yeah, using all these competencies you know that we've talked about to yeah. um, listen really listen to what the person is saying,
0: yeah, all right, so uh one of my favorite competencies increase empathy
1: you know empathy for me once again is is your putting yourself in that person's place. No judging. Um, you're not trying to really fix it. You're you're trying to really understand what they are feeling, what they are going through.
0: And again, the best way for that to happen, right, Jeff, is for you to listen to what, I mm-hmm. mean, and not for us to make assumptions that because we did an episode not uh, long ago about grief, mm-hmm. not to assume that just because the way you grieve with your dad is the way that everyone grieves exactly, and and, and making that assumption. Um, And this also includes self-empathy too, right? Yeah, self-empathy for yourself
1: because, once again, they may be bringing something up. Right, connecting back, right. And then if you're really showing empathy for someone, I think that will help their self-empathy because they start to
0: realize— It's a little inspiration there.
1: Yeah, that— Okay, I'm not a bad person because I'm feeling these emotions. I, I I am feeling these emotions because there's a real thing making me feel this way. Yeah, yeah. And that real thing could just be the holidays. You know, mm-hmm. you don't always have to have something super concrete to do or to to hook the emotion on. Yeah. Um. So yeah, empathy is very important. You know, for you to show empathy through them, for your own empathy, and then. However you go about it, but let them know that it's okay that they are feeling the way they're feeling. It's it's normal. It's natural. Mm-hmm. You're feeling this way because once again we go back to there's information in this. Which, yeah,
0: yeah. That's um, that's 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 great that you brought that up. All right. So uh, pursue noble goals.
1: You know, we've talked about noble goal a lot, which is basically. It's not a goal that you achieve because it's a goal that is at the core of who you are and in Mm -hmm. everything you do, that noble goal shows up. It's not just a work goal or a family goal. It's when you're driving the car, there should be some noble goal in that. Right, right. (laughs) Sometimes that's (laughs) the hard place to show it. Right. But I'm I'm not going to say who, but (laughs) 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 I get the other two people in the room are giving me big grins on that one. (laughs) Uh, but if you have a true noble goal, that means you care about other people and you want to have a positive impact in their life. Big things, small things, it doesn't matter. So if you really are following a noble goal, that is going to, to, I think our, our friend Lynette says, supercharge mm-hmm. these other competencies because it's so important to you to make a positive change
0: in someone's life. Yeah, yeah. Um. So— As we kind of get to the close here, Jeff, um, is this something that, I mean, ultimately we're spelling out being proactive or maybe I'm suggesting that is that think back in time, who are the people that you typically see during the holidays, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe turn your radar on a little bit higher frequency so that you can pick up um, and pay more attention.
1: You know, (laughs) it's... You know who I've noticed, and, and, and you know, we can talk about this in a deep, you know, one-on-one conversation over, you know, but there's going to be these times when it's in passing. And one of the times I see people that are really struggling with this mm-hmm. are retail clerks, checkout people, because they're probably listening to Christmas music already. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah. That's and a good point.
1: they, you know, they've got their Christmas decorations up and- it's getting rammed down their throat. Right. It's right in their so that's face. just an example of pay attention to those clerks, you know, the the people that are helping you in, in a retail store. That's just an example. It's, you know, where not it's not just
0: confined to that, but yeah, yeah, that's a good one.
1: Yeah. Cause I've, uh, in previous life, I did service work at the company that I, anyway, but I got to talk to them a lot. Right. And, you know, I was going into these places that was playing the Christmas music, and it was not doing me any good either. And I was only there for a few minutes. <laughs>
0: right, right. Um, so I guess maybe in some senses as, as, um, as, as it goes, just as the holidays are coming around, if you're one of, um, you know, we use this example. Of if you're someone who's practicing emotional intelligence, you know, maybe that's an area of where um, it's growing and you're, you're getting some success. This maybe is your opportunity this year to begin to be more curious about those around you and those that you may not expect. All right.
1: Now, here's our music uh, reference. When I started taking bass lessons, I got to know the instructor really well because he was my age, w- okay. which is older, All right. uh, like most of the same kind of music and stuff. So we we talked a lot outside of that. But the one thing he always told me was how many – Mainly guitar players because bass players are in demand. So you can always find some place to play, whether you're any good or not, you know. But right. guitar, he said, I have so many students, guitar players, that are fantastic players. No one has heard them. So that's what we're talking about now. If you've been practicing your emotional intelligence <laughs> to really put it to get the benefit of it, you got to put it in practice like what we're talking
0: about. That's awesome. That's awesome thanks everyone for joining us again and we look forward to the next time that we're together take care hi everyone this is eric pennington with the spirit of eq i'm not introducing a new episode today i'm here to tell you some things that might help you jeff you're with me as always so yes. how do people get in touch with us well
1: the best way is just send us an email at info spirit of
0: that's awesome Jeff, I was also thinking about reviews and I'm notoriously bad at asking for them. So reviews on all of the platforms, wherever you get your podcasts, yes. do you think that'd be good? I think that would be great because
1: one, that will help us learn how to make better ones. And it's always good for us. So to we're, we're
0: not the perfect podcast host.
1: We're close. Okay,
0: all but, right, but, but not, still, not totally we want perfect. your feedback. We want your feedback.
1: But it'll, it also might
0: uh, let us know a new
1: subject hey we need to dig deeper into that
0: yeah. so let us know what you think cool we really appreciate that as always too there is social media linkedin facebook and we also have a youtube channel those also have mechanisms or or options for you to be able to leave a comment a like of those kind of things just want to make sure that you know how to get in touch with us right jeff right we appreciate you all thank you Once again, we really appreciate you tuning in today. One of the things that Jeff and I want to bring to your attention as well is that when we created this podcast, it was not intended to take the place of a clinician. In other words, if you find yourself in a place where there's something deeper going on or something that you cannot solve on your own, we do recommend that you reach out to a clinician of some sort. This podcast is purely opinion-based. And it is rooted in the desire to help you along your path in whatever way we can. However, it is never going to replace, nor should it ever be looked at as a replacement for clinical help in any way. Thanks again for tuning in.